Welcome to episode 390 of Outlandish Podcast. I'm your host, Matt. We may have Jeremy. I love this show. Justin. All right, now, I'm real fast. Let me tell you what I'm thinking. This should come to pass. My name is Geek. I put them on as a shocker. Man, I love these blue blockers. Everything is clear. Yeah, Blue blocker commercial. <laughs> <laughs> probably, we probably could just rip the audio from wherever that is. <laughs> yeah, but then you don't there. get that natural reaction. Oh my god, <laughs> uh, Jeremy, what's up, man? What's going on? Uh, well, so this week, uh, Train Valley Two came out. Uh, it's, uh, it's trains. It's trains. It's it's a sequel to Train Valley. Correct, which is a game I was playing, what, three months ago? Uh-huh. Two or three months ago. So it's just called Train Valley 2? why I have this on my wish list. Uh, yeah, it's just called Train Valley 2. Um, well, he probably talk- he talked about it, I think, like uh, a few uh, episodes ago back, right? Yeah, it was probably right before Christmas. Okay. Maybe. Uh, it was right probably right around Christmas. January 19th, because that's when I added it to my uh, wish list. Yeah. <laughs> that's, um, this one... The layout is similar to the first game in that you have to... This is the one where somebody said it was like a cell phone game. And I was like, it's not like a cell phone game. You tell the trains when to go. Um, the difference here is instead of... In in the first one, you just have colored stations. And over at the yellow station, one will pop up and be like, I need to go to the green station. So you have to, to keep track of getting the trains between stations. This one, you actually have to... It'll be like, okay, the city needs eight wood. So you have to send workers. Huh? Is it settlers? You have to send. uh, They'll trade you some sheep? Yeah, some sheep. Send you back sheep for the wood? You got the the robber. You got to put. No. Uh, That's that's, that's some uh, Western people riding horses. They rob your train. Yeah. That's the robbers. That would would, probably would be kind of funny. Um, So you have to send workers to the to the forest station Uh and they'll cut down the trees and then you have to send workers to the lumber mill and then the trees from the forest to the lumber mill and then the lumber back to the town Um, they added resource management into this game pretty much yeah okay um and then also you can build bridges and tunnels which you couldn't do in the first game uh the thing with this one the the first one had i don't want to call them realistic graphics they were Semi-realistic yeah. graphics, kinda. They didn't, they didn't look realistic. The first one, the first one, car- it's cartoony. Vibrate. It's gonna vibrate. Um, it's total cartoony. Well, yeah, but lifelike cartoony. Like wow, cartoony. Like Roger Rabbit. Yeah, cartoony. Like like wow, cartoony. It's not realistic, but it's not like anime. Well, the second one is. I see what you're saying. It's definitely more stylistic in the second one. Yeah, it's that thing that people that make games do now, where everything's polygonal and blocky, and it's forty boxing and alone in the dark, but with shaders. I like to think that they, you know, they spent a lot of time on that on the art in the first game, and then they were like, "Shit, man, these other games like they don't spend hardly any time." Fuck it. <laughs> you know what a train is? It's just a box with some circles on it. <laughs> and I mean, it doesn't bother me that it's like that. It's just annoying that the first one didn't look like that, and the second one does. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, it's like oh, if this a, is if early a, access. It's like if a comic book traded ar- changed artists midway through, and you're like, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I've been going back and forth between that and Sniper Elite V2. Like, literally, I'll I'll play a level of Sniper Elite and then go play a level of Drain Valley and then wow. switch back to Sniper Elite. Um, Sniper Elite. These were some crazy V2. dreams, man. Sniper Elite V2 is like really good as far hmm. as immersion. Like, like I said, the first one, there's like no enemies and they're few and far between. Yeah. And what was the other problem? Also, it had bad AI. Yeah. The, the AI was ridiculously terrible. Um, but in this one, like there's a proper amount of people. There are other snipers that are in buildings that you have to, before you walk down a street, you got to take your binoculars out and look down in the windows and make sure there aren't other snipers looking for you. Wow. Um, and then how do you, so you literally just like you poke your head around the corner to look into windows. Yeah. So with this game, you can take cover, which you couldn't in the first one. So you can come up to a, uh, the corner of a building and hit Q and he'll back up to the wall and then you can stick your head around uh, and see what's down the street. Um, it's got a wider variety of weapons and you unlock weapons as you go, as you progress through the levels. But you can also, they have wine bottles and gold bars to collect. I'm not messing with that because there's too much walking around to have to find those. Like the wine bottle will be sitting way up on top of a building and you have to snipe the wine bottles. So you have to like look around everywhere to find them and shoot them. And supposedly once you get to a hundred or wait, there's no, there's 37 wine bottles. If you get all 37, like you unlock some weapon and I'm like, ah, I'm not I'm good. interested in I'm that good. Yeah. at all. I got, I got a pretty good weapon. I'm all right. And then like the gold bars, there's a hundred of those and I'll find some accidentally, but they're in places where if I hadn't been running away from somebody that was chasing me, I would never have gone back there to look for it. So <laughs> I think I'm getting close to the end and I only have like 10 out of a hundred that I found. But, but yeah, it's like, it's a really good stealth game. Mm-hmm. Way better than the first one. Hmm. Is it still just the same missions from the first game? Remastered? No. I, they're similar, but huh. like last night I went into what I guess used to be a winery and... <clears throat> I remember a level kind of like that in the first one. There were big giant vats of something, but this one is so much more detailed and the levels are bigger that it it doesn't even compare to the first one. So hmm. it's completely different as far as I'm concerned. Uh, that's pretty much all I've been doing the last week, just going back and forth between those two games. Well, what about that Homescapes game? Oh, I've been playing that for like six months. I'm on. Oh, let's see what level I'm on. I'm on what level is... 350. Oh, okay, so it is very much a Candy Crush get type. Oh, game. it is. Yeah. Um, but what as is, you do, what... what was that? <clears throat> uh, I was well. I was going to ask a question. Go ahead. 
Um, as you level up, you get these, I don't know what they call them, they're points. And you use the points to make Austin, who's the butler, who's fixing up his parents' house. You, like, paint a room or add carpet, and you get to pick what stuff you put in there. So, okay. well, the house is all beat up, and... <laughs> So you clean it up, and then you add new furniture, and like in the kitchen, you get all new windows and new cabinets, and it's basically it's just a story to go along with your. Well, it seems Candy like Crush. it would have like an end point then. When you get finished, yeah. But they make it to where it's like they're like, oh, somebody's knocking at the door, so you have to spend like you get one point every time you beat a level. So it's like use two points to go see who's at the door. <laughs> well you don't have a choice there's you can't do anything else until you go see who's at the door wow. so they just it, it's it gets long and drawn out hmm. or you'll like we're working i'm working on the garden right now and um you put this plant in the middle so of, really they gated it but basically they've time they, they've made it so it's gated because you have to accrue a currency that can only be obtained yeah, time. basically. You put this plant in the middle of your orangery, which I didn't know what an orangery was. An orangery, orangery of oranges, I guess. An I orangery know. is basically a greenhouse that where you grow like summer plants in winter, and they're usually painted orange. Hmm. Huh. Maybe so not sense. really much Some different from a greenhouse. I don't know. So yeah, not much different than a greenhouse. Um, anyway, you just put a the plant in there, and then something greenhouse is a green. Idiot. Something knocks it over, and so you have to spend points like to pick up the plant, and then to build like a pedestal to put it on, and then to build a trap, and then to go see what's in the trap, and then it, it turned out to be a dog. So it was <laughs> like dinner. This dog knocks over a plant, and it takes like six or eight points to be like, oh, okay, that's what I mean. <laughs> but no, it's uh, the Candy Crush part of it is not as hard as Candy Crush and it's more forgiving. Like you don't I haven't gotten stuck on a level yet to where I just don't want to play it anymore. So until that happens, I'll just keep going whenever. Okay. Whenever I don't have anything better to do. Yeah, I mean, if you're, you're not spending, I'm you're not spending money or anything on it, so like it, the, it's okay for them to have a ridiculous reason to do the puzzles because most puzzle games like Candy Crush, you're just doing puzzles anyway. Yeah, so I can but I can appreciate you, that. Um, every day you get every day that you log in, they give you like uh, one of the special things you can buy, but they'll give you one for free every day. And so I've got like 30 of each of them. So I don't have <laughs> any reason to spend the money on it. Okay. That's it. That's all I've been doing. All right. Justin, what's what's new in your your world? Oh, let me check my notes here. Um, uh, went and saw Ready Player One. Mm-hmm. We talked Jeremy, about you haven't seen that yet. Yeah, we're going to go see it tomorrow. Hmm. Okay. No, because we went ahead and recorded on Friday. Uh, maybe it was just you. Talked we, about it. we we talked. Yeah, we talked about it generally. Okay. Um, I don't know. I think it's a 
I think it's a fun movie. Yeah. Uh, you, you can you can definitely say there's not a lot out there like it. Yeah. As far as the story and everything is concerned. Uh, I I think that, I mean, I read the book one time and it's been a few years. Mm-hmm. I think that I feel like it does a good job in, in, in what it could do to turn that book into a movie. Okay. Um, because the, the, the book and, and books, I, I realized this thinking about the book versus the movie. Uh, it's most books are not written about something about an event that takes like two or three days to get through. Most books are kind of, they're more drawn out stories. And then you watch the movie and unless they specifically make a point, like, you know, several months later, you know, a movie usually is about something that happens in pretty quick succession. And I guess they, I suspect they do that to keep the suspense up. So like the book is a more, it, it it's, kind of hard to explain but it feels like yeah it's it's a more chilled out affair so like if i remember correctly matt well and this this is in the movie too jeremy did you read the book yeah okay so so like the the puzzles have been out there for a while and it's kind of just understood that they were just so inscrutable that no one could solve them until kind of on a whim i the main character is like oh i wonder uh, nobody really ever thought about that. Let me, you know, go check this thing out. And it's very much like he's in this, I mean, from the book spoilers, but the, the first puzzle is completely different from the movie. He's in the, this D and D module. And um, it's, it just feels more personal. Whereas <laughs> in the movie, and this happens right off the bat and you see it in the trailer. Um, the first puzzle is a race that apparently everybody who's anybody is constantly running all the time. Um, they, they, they change that up. And then once that uh, key is figured out, it's very much a, um, a race to the finish. And I think that they do some, they, they make a lot of changes, but I think they do some fun things with the changes in, in a, in a movie way. I think it makes for a, a good movie in that way. Well, I definitely think that that movie is rewatchable from uh, trying to find everything. Yeah. Like, uh, I, on, on the third viewing, I noticed oh that the race is actually on Liberty Island. From GTA? Yeah. If Shit. You, is, it, is it just, you just see a Liberty Island yeah, when sign you, when somewhere? You, yeah. When you, uh, if you look at the portal that he goes through, it says Liberty Island on it. Huh. And, That's um, cool. Yeah, it's just like there's so much reference in there that oh, like oh yeah, every time you like watch it, you're like, oh, that, uh, there's some uh, there's something. Supposedly, during uh, the race there, you see you know you see a Batmobile, and apparently like it, it apparently from what I read on Reddit, apparently it does like the na 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 or something at, at some point, and I was like, I I've yet to catch that like. <laughs> No, I definitely really. You don't remember the because because now that they mention it, I remember the old Adam West Batmobile. Yeah, I feel like it's towards the end of the race, right? But I don't remember the sound <coughs> effect playing from. Oh it. no, yeah, I just remember seeing it. I don't remember like apparently like the tires stopping or something. It, apparently the sound effect plays or something, but 
Uh, yeah, they yeah, probably they squeezed like a billion goddamn Easter eggs in that movie. Yeah, I'm looking. <laughs> yeah. I, I say I'm looking forward to this, the six-hour YouTube breakdown. Yeah. <coughs> um, I'm so sick of these trees whacking off in the air. Well, the <laughs> just spreading there. Keep your spermazoa all over. Um, <laughs> Justin, what else? Hmm. Speaking we watching the Marvel movies. Hmm? Huh? Did everybody Marvels. do Where's Waldo? No, <laughs> I did it for all uh, for like all of five minutes uh, until I like I figured out the gimmick, as it were, because I thought I don't know. I thought it would be it, what it ended up being was like, oh, here, click on this one, and here is a Where's Waldo panel that we made. <laughs> Or that we found, because I, I swear it felt like the, the skiing one, the first one I did, was just an original Where, Where's Waldo scene from an original book or something. It felt very familiar. So it felt like they just like, oh, here's one for skiing. We'll tell them to go to a, a icy locale. So it didn't, it didn't feel like I thought they were going to put Waldo in the maps somewhere. Yeah, I did, yeah, I did too. I did too, but... Instead, it was just playing Where's Waldo. But I wanted to get my Waldo Master Badge for my contributor page. So, mm. <laughs> what did you just have to be, find all the the just things? Everything. Yeah, I don't even know what a contributor page is. I am a level. I've got a contributor page. I'm a level six contributor. Well, contributor for what? Google Maps. Oh, Google. <laughs> what do you contribute? I wonder, I wonder if it. Reviews, pictures. Reviews, pictures. You edit places. You add new places that aren't on the map. Um, I am level four. I'm level seven. Oh, shit. I leveled up. I ain't doing their stuff for them. Fuck you, Google. You don't pay me no I money. do it. I, I do it because whenever I Google, go to Google, I use photos and reviews. So I figured uh, other people might want that. All right. Uh, what else, Justin? Uh, oh, what? Well, as I was starting to say, I, I re, we've been rewatching. Uh, me and Jen have been rewatching the Marvel movies, or more specifically, the best Marvel movies, which is, of course, the Captain America trilogy. Yeah, I uh, which I've never. Yeah, I finished it. Uh, I watched it. I fin. I watch, So, like, I would go and watch like a little bit of it. And then I'd like do something else. And then I'd watch a little bit more of it. And I'd do something else. Yeah. So I finally got around to watching the last half of it last night. Civil War. Last half of Civil War. Yeah, those I'd never watched those movies like in a row before. Um I don't I don't remember last time I watched it, the second one. It's super good. It's got it's got arguably the best like Captain America being a badass stuff in it. <laughs> Cause it's got that excellent scene. Well, it's got the Metal Gear Solid scene at the beginning, which is great. And and then it's got that scene where S.H.I.E.L.D. is turning on him and he's going down the elevator and it just more dudes just keep getting on the elevator. Yeah. And he's looking around and he figures out and he's like, before we get started, does anybody want to get off? <laughs> yeah. It's just a really badass line <laughs> before he single handedly takes on all these trained agents. Oh, I love Captain America. So. Yeah, those movies are fantastic, and uh, you know we we were wanting to rewatch the Marvel movies before Infinity War, and it's just kind of funny because 
we both me and Jenna both kind of were kind of on the same page as far as like, yeah, I definitely want to rewatch the Captain America movies. Eh, don't really need to rewatch the Thor movies. Except for the last one. I think the last one is definitely the best Thor movie. Ragnarok. Oh, by far. I mean, like I couldn't even tell you what happens in the well, I could tell you some things that happen in the first two. Uh Exactly. Hammer. Well, there's like a robot <laughs> comes down to Earth in the first one. And then the Oh yeah, I forgot about that. In the second one, some kind of elf guys or something, I don't remember. Yeah, it's a dark elf guy. And he actually has an infinity stone. I had completely forgotten that. I don't oh, I don't know is? what they ended up doing with it. Yeah. Yeah, is exactly. That the red one? Is that the red one or something? Uh I think yeah, it's the red one. And he it's what he uses if you're well, like you said, you don't remember, but at the end it ends up with this big fight in London where he's using it to make portals mm-hmm. and like stuff gets I would rewatch the end of that movie because I thought it was kind of fun and creative what they did because cars were like driving through portals and ending up in the desert and shit like that. Um, That's Doctor Strange, man. But <laughs> I, re- I rewatched Doctor Strange. It was, yeah. I'd only seen that one one time. Ugh, uh, I got to skip to like he actually starts like he's at the monastery learning stuff, man. Like, like all that. Yeah, stuff he's not exactly there. a likable. He's, he's yeah. not exactly a likable character early on. That's for sure. It's just like, oh, okay, let's just get to like him actually learning stuff, and because I feel like that's showing his determination and intelligence there, and that's yeah. what I want to see, not him like being a fucking douchebag, right? <laughs> being a total asshole to Rachel McAdams, so. Which I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with a person that they don't like nurse Rachel McAdams. I mean, <laughs> I Jesus, don't know who doesn't like Rachel McAdams. So yes, but in Scrubs, you know, that's my thing. <laughs> it's just, but yeah. Yeah, with all that blood all over. And- oh, yes. I like a working woman. <laughs> <laughs> um, And then we watched uh, Guardians of the Galaxy last night. Two? And Jennifer has not seen. No, the first one. Okay. Rewatch that one. It's been a while since I've seen that one. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer has not seen the second one. So that'll be good. I only saw that the one time in the theater. Yeah. And uh, just getting real pumped about Infinity War. Yeah. There's just so many things I need to know. As I told Jennifer, like, why is, I mean, you got big, important questions. Like, why does Natasha have short blonde hair now? What's that all about? Well, I mean. What's going on there? Yeah, I mean, like... Is she undercover? <laughs> well, let's see. You didn't see her... She didn't make a presence in Black Panther, right? Correct. So, she should be off... Who knows what? Yeah. She should be with the Avengers, right? I don't know, because she she helps Cap out at the end of Civil War. Oh, that's right. So, yeah, at the end of Civil War, he's like... Tony's like, they're, they're coming for you. Because... Yeah. Takala told... T'Challa, what is it, how do you say his name? Yeah, T'Challa. T'Challa. They, he told, he told Ross what you did, so they're coming for you. And he's just like, I ain't got to worry about shit. Yeah, I guess she just was like, oh, I'm just going to disappear into the shadows because, and you know, she can. Yeah, she's uh, she's with Fury. I would, I would, I would, yeah, yeah. And presumably, they're all with Captain America and the people he broke out. That's that's going to be interesting because, like. I don't know. I'm just interested to see how it all plays out in my head. I'm assuming Thanos just fucking shows up in Wakanda and then 
I don't know, will the the the, the anti heroes, the rogue agents, will they just show up and be like, ah, oh, we got to work together, whatever? Yeah. <laughs> well, like I didn't even realize. Apparently, they've already they've already gotten Avengers four planned out. Yeah, there is another movie that I think they're filming right now, or yeah. I don't know. Things may have changed because originally it was going to be like Infinity War Part One and Two. Yeah. So I'm like, I and now okay. And now they're saying it's like, I mean, they're being really cagey. Apparently, it's not a part one and two, but that they're also very connected. Hmm. So it it would be it would be a lot to put into one movie with all these characters and assuming that at least one of them dies, if not more than one of them. Yeah. Well, I think everybody anticipates, you know, Tony dying and uh, other people dying because they just want to get out of their contracts or something. Well, yeah. So I, I, I have I have highest odds on Captain America personally. Yeah. But uh, but also Tony. Yeah. And then probably, well, I mean, Vision's probably going to die early on because he's got an Infinity Stone in his head. Yeah. Well, he, I think that that I think, I think they'll probably have the Infinity Stone for a while in the comic books. Uh, well, maybe. I think that they'll probably do something. I think they'll probably have Thanos pull his stone out and just like kill him immediately as this big, you know, holy shit moment. And then, yeah, maybe he'll just like, maybe Tony will redesign him and bring him back or something. I don't know who, who the fuck knows. knows. They're going to have so many characters together. They can have like Tony work with Dr. Strange to make like a magic techno Jarvis. Yeah, Cause then you got to start wondering, are they going to bring in black Panther people? Like just the side character people like, are they going to well, bring in they, I mean, so, Well, they, they kind of, I mean, the, the impl not even the implication, like some of those people have posters. Yeah. Um, I have, you know, it's been almost impossible to avoid all imagery. And I have seen at least two characters from black Panther, like running along with the other superheroes. Okay. Yeah. The cast is going to be uh pretty ginormous. Yeah. It's going to be ridiculous. I have no idea how long the movie is. Uh, and um, at the end of this month, right? Yes, April twenty seventh. I fucking put that on vibrate. Um. So I've also, uh, boy, Nintendo DS games. So I've got, I had a whole box of Nintendo DS games that I just yeah. kind of was like, ah, this is all in one box. I'll, you know, bring it with me. And this is all. And I wasn't even thinking you're of you're bringing this all up because of Aomon, or I mean, that what sparked you wanting to talk about it, or. No, I mean, I, I tweeted about uh, being surprised at how many old DS games are expensive, oh, okay. um, pricier than I expected, uh, and that's what you know. Aomon responded to, and then you you started asking about DBZ and all that, all that whatnot. But because I was like, ah, I mean, I'm wanting to sell a bunch of things and just kind of dematerialize. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't sound right. Um, you want to reduce your and, your inventory there. You got, you know, yeah, for especially for shit that I'm not ever. I'm just like, because because there was a time uh, uh, until up until recently where I was like, I might play. I'll probably play that again one day. I'll probably play that again one day. You know, when I'm looking at a video game and I've just realized, like, as I get older, I, can't I can barely get to the things I've never played. Yeah. <laughs> so I, you know, I just know I'm never ever going to play you know, Castlevania Portrait of Ruin again mm-hmm. for the, the for the 
Nintendo DS. Well, that game used is like forty to fifty dollars on eBay, which is more than it was when you when they when they were new. And the only thing I can think is that you know the DS is difficult to emulate because it had a touch screen at the bottom, and most games took advantage of it. Um, I haven't I haven't I haven't looked into the DS emulation scene, but I imagine. Uh, I guess it's just hard to come across some of those games because there are three Castlevania games. I have the complete copies with the box. That is a stipulation because a lot of eBay listings don't have the box, but with the box for all three of them in good condition. And they're all like 40 to $60 games pre-owned. And then I found some other, even that remember the game lost in blue. I almost tweeted you and or or texted you and John about that game because I know that's my game. You guys played it. Is it your your game? Yeah, I think like, I bought it. But I was like, here. I was gonna say, I I looked at it. and I was like, I never played this game. Yeah, yeah, you should play it. But even that game is like thirty twenty to thirty dollars on eBay. It's a fun game. You should play it. Well, you I would say you'd be happy to know that there's a lost Lost in Blue two and three. Oh it's but you don't you don't have a DS. <laughs> <laughs> so. It's not that it was it was just a, a game. It was just a game that you know you were running around as a character and you were having to take care of uh, this other girl that you found this this girl that you found washed up on shore or whatever. And I think it's just management. It's almost like a I want to say like a Stardew Valley light or like a Animal Crossing light or something. You know, just where you're doing a bunch of upkeep stuff and you have to go hunting and fishing and bring back water and all this kind of stuff to help her take care of the house and all this kind of stuff. That's a house. It's like, a it's cave, perfect for, yeah. Well, yeah. Cause I, I had to, I had to load it up to make sure it still worked. Yeah. And it was definitely a cave. Um, it's, it's a very like 1950s man takes care of the work while the woman stays home and cooks and maintains the household kind of game. Look, if I'm on a she's super island, needy, right? Cause I remember you guys. Yeah. If I'm on a strand Island and the woman wants to go out and hunt, I'll stay back at the cave. I'll take care of everything. I'll keep the cave clean. You know, it's progressive. You know, I'm progressive here, people. Right? Yeah, I'm down for that. Or, you know, we can go out together so that if one of us gets a sprained ankle, yeah, we can at least help each other. But what were you, you uh, say something about John or something like you were... I remember you guys complaining that she complains, like, all the time. That's about right. Does that sound like, familiar? Probably, like, I need more seaweed. I need more of this. I need... It's like, bitch, yeah. I'm out. I have. Do you know how many screens I have to go through to get to what you want? Like you, you go down to the beach. All right, I can't check the beach and go all go hunt. Okay, I can't do both those things. One's in one direction on the screen. One's in the other direction of the screen. I can't do both of those. You go do one while I'm doing the other. How about that? Help me out. <laughs> but yeah. Uh. So anyway. Uh, and then the other thing is, is I had to, uh, I had to find a dentist immediately yeah. pretty well, not immediately because I just got around to it, but I had a, he's like, no, I've had really good dental checkups for years, but this, I had a, uh, my last one with the dentist I liked in Little Rock right before I moved. And they were like, oh, you got, you got kind of a cavity working up here. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Um, and so as soon as, I mean, I, not as soon as, but I needed to find a dentist and, uh, I just, I hate going through that whole process because like, you're looking at these for like dentist, doctors, any kind of service 
industry because you're looking at things online and you're like, I guess that's a good looking dentist. You know, you're looking at reviews and you're like, <laughs> just as I like, oh, uh, this, uh, this dentist. I like this. I like the way this dentist uh, looks. Oh, you go with a Dr. Dickinson pretty, here. Pretty, pretty she good. looks pretty good online. She looks pretty good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wouldn't mind her, no, wouldn't I mean, mind like, her leaning over and uh, doing a little cleaning. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think that might I think that might be a problem. I think I'd rather have the the non-distracting dentist. Uh but you know, you just like you you you're looking at photos of the place and reading reviews and you know, is this just a is this just a couple people who feel like they were um what's the word? screwed around by the dentist? Is are these real reviews? Even the places that have like you know, 20 five-star reviews. You're like, are they just gaming the system? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then you go in, like I went into the place, and yeah, they, they were like, yeah, this this is a this is a small cavity; it needs to be filled. Also, here's these uh, three other cavities, or more specifically, like another another cavity plus two of your old fillings are starting to come loose, and they need to be replaced. And you got to sit there and be like, are you are you? Are you- are just you, upcharging me because you know I don't know better. Yeah, well, that's when you gotta go to you know another I mean? dentist. You go to another dentist then. Should I? Yeah, should I, mean, I pay another I examination fee? I went to another. I went to. Yeah. I, you know, I have my standard dentist I go to, and then when they told me, right, I, I had a root canal done, and I got a lot more, like a lot more sensitivity over on my right side now, and so I was like, where the root canal happened. Yeah, and I was like. Mm-hmm. Mm, I, I want to make sure that these people didn't fuck up. So I went and saw yeah. another dentist and they, they said that I should probably go see an orthodontist and ball. And like, I was like, okay, fine. I mean, like it didn't seem, they didn't, this other dentist didn't seem like, like my, my original dentist had messed up or anything, but yeah, that's what, whenever I was going to the one I had by work, like every time I went in, they were like, Oh yeah, you need a crown and a root canal. And so then on the last one, Mandy's like, you are going to my dentist and we're just going to see. And so I went over there and he's like, I can just give you a fill and you'll be fine. Hmm. I was like, son of a bitch. I wonder how many of these but other see, crowns could well, have been some, now, now, see, with me, I had to get, I got a filling and then it broke. And then they well, had to do it. definitely, I have definitely broken multiple teeth. Just from eating peanut butter M and M's, and I know that it needs to be fixed. It's well, no, once no, no. all of those got fixed. Yeah, but I'm saying my dentist prescribed a filling first, and then it had to get replaced with a crown because the filling wouldn't keep. Uh-huh. So that's what I'm saying. Like maybe, you're, maybe that guy was all like, "I can do a filling," but you know, it, it, there's a fifty fifty shot on whether or not it. Uh, no, it it's still right here. Exactly. It's still fine. Yeah, and it's been five years now. But see. But see, that's the thing. Like, maybe you just got lucky. Yeah, I mean, I, you know what knows? I mean. Like the other dentist, and 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 like I almost I kind of feel bad for the dentist because they know that we're scrutinizing them in that way. Um, and they can just give like a and you they can give like their understanding of what the problem is and like it's iffy on like the outcome because everybody's different. Yeah. Yeah. So. I remember years ago I was at a dentist um, and dude was like the dentist himself had me in there and he was talking financials and he's like, you you know, you really need to get this one thing done. And I'm like, my, 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 my insurance doesn't cover that. And he was like really upselling me on it. And 
ultimately he kind of made the decision for me because he was so pushy mm. that I was like, no, fuck you. <laughs> you don't get to be that pushy. Mm. You know, you should, you should be reading me. I'm telling you no. And he's like, keeps being like, well, why not? Why can, can we, can we do this? It's like, all right, no, we're not, we're not fucking doing anything. I'm walking out. And ultimately I never had to have that procedure done. Like I never had another dentist be like, oh, we need to do all this, that, and the other. Um, so I don't know. It just, I just hate it because you don't know, yeah. you don't really know. It's like going to a mechanic, you know, you're, you're, you're at their mercy. Yeah. Pretty There's much. like only one mechanic in Little Rock that has all five star ratings, and that's where I took my truck. And sure enough, that's where we've taken the car and truck every time it's gotten broken. Now, is it? Is it? You said it's in Little Rock. It's, it's over here by Matt's house. It's like right beside Home Depot, oh, okay. actually, hmm. in uh, huh. Mableville. I think it's a tire place. Yeah, it's a tire place, but they do everything. So, hmm. Ugh, I hate it. Anyway, just wanted to, just wanted to bitch. I just wanted to commiserate about that. And, and I've got you know, a, when, and it's also weird because like I I called them so like my previous dentist stayed pretty busy. We had to work around even like setting up an appointment six months out. We had to kind of work around. I couldn't even I couldn't get exactly what I wanted at ever. But these guys, like I called them yesterday, and they were like, "We have an opening at eleven a.m." I'm like, oh, "Okay, awesome," you know. And then, you know, I go in and then they're like, okay, we have an opening on Tuesday at three. And I, and I get it. Like people are going to cancel and whatnot, but it also kind of, I don't know. Yeah. You're trying to read subtle signs here and there, you know, does that mean that people don't really like these people? (laughs) So they have a lot of open, you know what I mean? Like, this is the shit you got to fucking deal with. Just, it's one of those things where you have to go into it. And make the make make just make that decision on your own without anybody else. You know, it's like a car salesman. You know, people tell you, "Oh, car salesmen are bad," but then you'll you'll go in and you'll have a good experience with a car, salesman. and you'll find somebody that'll give you ten thousand dollars for your beat up ass old truck without even looking at it. So, I mean, it's going to be hit or miss. So, we well, yeah, like Mandy. Mandy yeah. was trying to find a diff- a doctor in Bryant instead of going to the one in Little Rock. And she called this one place and she was like, I want to see if I can set up an appointment. And the lady's like, well, I have to ask the doctor if she, if she wants to see you, what's your, what's your issue. And so Mandy told her about like the back pain and they called back the next day and she's like, the doctor doesn't want to see you. So I'm sorry. Well, that makes like, it easy. God damn. <laughs> well, I mean, Wow. Who well, knows? The problem like, with people what if with you back pain. What if she would have went and like the doctor didn't even was like horrible. Like they didn't the know The problem anything. with people with back pain is people automatically assume they're just trying to get hydrocodone. Yeah. And he's like, mm-hmm. I don't, you don't even give me yeah, any pain medicine. Just fix it. Yeah. Like that's, that's ridiculous because the doctor has just, well, I don't know. You don't. You don't know what the doctor hears all the time. Maybe the people like he. They've. They've probably gotten so many new patients come in and say, "Oh, I've got back pain. Can you give me something for it?" That they literally are like, mm, you know, is there anything else wrong with you? Do you want to set up <laughs> repeated yeah. visits? That sucks for Mandy though, because you know she has an actual issue. She doesn't want opioids. Yeah, they've basically said that she wants it fixed. Do, and they- back pain is also a. a a big problem because there are like it's it's um 
Now there's a word for it, but basically your back hurts and it could be any number of things all the way down to like leg issues up and down your leg all the way up to like spinal alignment and back issue or not back issues, but you know, neck issues. Like it's hard to diagnose. Yeah. They basically said there's nothing that they can do. They've got her on this. They've got her on this nerve pain medicine. Cause it's, there's something wrong with the nerve that goes from the mm. spine around to your ribs and they're like, we can't fix it. So you're just going to have to take this nerve pain medicine for the rest of your life. Hmm. Damn. Uh, anything else, Justin? No, I think that's, I think that's, I think that's okay. good. It might snow here tonight. Wow. It's going to be 32 tomorrow. For a high? No, the highs. It's going to be or- like 45 during the day and then it'll be 32 tomorrow night. And there's like a five to ten percent chance. Still really cold. Snow. Um, let's see. I watched that I Tanya movie. Really? It was, How was that? Did you? It was interesting. You went to the theater for that? It was on. It's a red box. Already? Wow. Okay. Um, I watched. Yeah, you can already watch uh, Shape of Water at the red box. Um, hmm. but I watched it. It was interesting. Um, I guess it's supposed to be. Uh. Tanya Harding story, like yes. I mean, it's told by her. Yeah, I guess. Oh, supposedly. I don't know about that, but I don't know. I mean, I know it. Oh, you mean like like they consulted with Tanya Harding to build the story? Yeah, because because well, it's it, it Margot mm-hmm. Robbie's character, Tanya Harding, uh, is telling the mm-hmm. story. Oh, and it's it's basically like a oh right like right. a mockumentary or whatever. So all these characters are supposedly are are the characters from the Tanya Harding stuff. Right. And um, they're all being interviewed by a documentary. Yeah, like it's... People, and they're all giving their own... Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. And they're all giving their own perspective. (laughs) But... That's stupid. Why didn't they uh just get... Just make a documentary? Um, So, but yeah. Margot Margot Robbie had had her... uh, her monster makeup on. That's what I'll be like, you know, Charlie Theron monster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah so. Well, also it was the early nineties and, you know, I don't know about any other, anybody else's predilections, but I think that women's fashion from pretty much 1985 <laughs> to 1995 was very unappealing. <laughs> um, and yeah, watching the trailers on that, I'm like, Ugh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's how people, well, especially for her, right? Because, you know, when that movie came out, I heard a lot of people talking about her, talking about the story. And, you know, she was from kind of, she was from a really broken home. Um, and, and I mean, white trashy for, for lack of a better phrase. And it's actually a really amazing story because for a long time, like she was the first American to do a triple mm-hmm. axle. And for a long time, she was the only American that could do yeah. it. Um, years after her career ended and it's just, well, at least I understand. I mean, Matt, you can speak to this. It it sounds, it sounds like the movie kind of paints her as a victim of circumstances. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely pro Tanya Harding. Um, Hmm. And you definitely feel, I mean, the, the, the sentencing that she got from the judge um, for the crime was basically, you know, she couldn't skate again. Like she couldn't skate for, she couldn't skate. See, the way they worded it was like, I was like, okay, I mean, you still fucking skate. You just can't skate for like the United United Skate people or whatever whatever yeah. the organization is for skating. Yeah, that's probably 
I assume it's the professional yeah. organization. Though. But it's all like, I mean, so she can't make money off of skating anymore. I mean, like she has to go through that organization to make money off of skating. There's oh. not like a second. Hmm. She couldn't be like, I guess she could, could she not do it like a Disney on ice or something like she's wearing in the, she could do like a, <laughs> I don't know if they'd want her, but yeah, I, I think she'd be able to. I, also, I, I mean, the money, money, much like, well, I'll say much like any sports, but certainly money for those kinds of sports. There's not really say, money. I like, I don't think you get it's all endorsements, a salary from exactly. Yeah, it definitely makes it. De- it definitely makes you feel sorry for Tanya Hardy. Well, maybe she could endorse like the club. <laughs> yeah, I'd buy it if she was like, "Hey, you should buy the club anti-theft device." No, you wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't buy. That yeah, anyway. I mean, like, what? <laughs> I would buy it if like there was a a master car thief guy that everybody knew about. And he was like, I just can't steal these kind of cars. But I'd be like, okay, fuck. Yes. Right. Like that guy. Is- but what if he, what if he, what if, what if he's a true master car thief guy and he made that deal because he knew exactly oh, how oh, to break those things. Twist. Huh? Huh? The club was such a big thing until like on the news, they were like, people just saw your, your steering wheel. Who and then take- it? What? Take the club who off. Who has a cookie around a saw? Yeah. It was on the news. Well, I mean, that's the thing is the club is meant to be like, don't take my car, take one of these other yeah. easier, yeah. less time consuming yeah. cars to take. So <laughs> basically what so it is. Speaking of, of anti theft stuff, I got I got an email from Amazon saying that their Amazon lock with Alexa support and mm-hmm. camera were on sale. Mm-hmm. So Amazon yeah, lock. So you replace the deadbolt on your door with this lock and keypad, and then you can also tell your UPS people. You can you can tell your Echo to unlock the door, and if you live in certain places, you can have free in-home delivery to where, like the oh, yes. UPS guy, will have a code to unlock a temporary code to unlock your door and sit your packages inside your house. So. Yeah, Jennifer was saying that we could we could actually we have that ability here for Amazon because of course Amazon is like right over across the sound. But like you have to have cameras inside your house. Yes. Pointed you have at to have the, the camera that goes with it. At the doorway at the doorway. Pointed at the door. But so I was reading that and all these people are like asking these general questions. And I was like, I asked the question if you have it hooked up to Alexa. Can somebody not just stand outside the window and yell, Alexa, unlock the front door and have the front door unlocked? And so then I got an email from Amazon this morning that was like, unfortunately, nobody's answered your question, so it's probably not going to get answered. I was like, bullshit, you just didn't want to put it on there. People answered yeah. it, and you you looked at yeah. it, and you were like, oh, shit. So I went outside my house just for the hell of it. And I yelled out, Alexa, what time is it? And I hear through the window, Alexa telling me what time it is. So I know that shit would work. (laughs) Well, maybe you'd have to give a code or something. (coughs) Yeah, that's That's what I was thinking. Not according to the thing. It just says, you just say, Alexa, unlock the door. And I think my exact question Uh. was, does this use voice recognition? 
or can you just yell? Because yeah. like I had my work calendar hooked up to uh, Alexa and she would have to recognize your voice in order for her to tell you what was on the work calendar for today. And that's the only thing I have that was using voice recognition. But I'm like, I'm going to go just go around to people's houses and look for that damn lock and be like, hey, Alexa, unlock the front door and we're in. <laughs> Sorry, Alexa. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Um, and, 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 and people listening to this podcast, doors across the country, oh, across God. the globe are opening up right now because <laughs> there's so many out there that I'm sure have that uh, not- service set up and are listening to the podcast through their speakers I at would their only house. get that feature <laughs> if I had one of those houses or apartment complex, whatever, that had like the double door system where you have a door and then you have the area where yeah. you would take off your shoes and hang up your coats, whatever, and then you'd have another door. Yeah, a lobby. Um, I started playing Battlefield 1. Nice. Um, hmm. You got that with like your video no, card no, or something, I, bought, right? I bought it for like 20 bucks or something. It was on sale. I wanted to play through the oh, single okay. player. Um, so I'm playing through that, and uh, yeah. I've already started to cheat on that. Oh, God. Well, because because uh, I like to be stealthy. It's Battlefield. You're not supposed to be stealthy. <laughs> like, no, like, no, but I like to... I, like I don't know why we're surprised. I don't, I'm surprised Matt says he already started to. I just assumed cheating well, would be honest. Yeah, I was, was going to say what he should have said was, and it took me like 30 minutes before I started cheating, no, and I then only, we'll be like, what? I only only wanted that's, to start. I only wanted progress. to cheat because I picked up. I got a, a silenced pistol, and it was like you got five bullets. I'm like, fuck you! I can't find no other ammo for this gun. <laughs> and it's like I want unlimited ammo now. So like I would just load it up. When I got the silenced pistol, I would just go unlimited ammo and turn it off. And then so I'd have 999 ammo for the gun. And I found a silent sniper rifle. So I'm running around with the sniper rifle. Do they even have? And I just like to sneak up and like shoot people, one one tap them, bam, right in the head. So Do they like even have silenced weapons in World War One. I? I don't know, but it makes sense because I need to stealth. Ah. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a pillow. <laughs> You just carry a pillow around with you. Fire to <laughs> it. Like walking around with a pillow. Is that it? Oh, shit. That guy's got a pillow. <laughs> hey, it's cover. That guy's right? a sniper. How do you know he's got a pillow? Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. So, uh, that's uh, – that's, I'm not, like, using unlimited health or anything, but I do want to, like, sneak around and, like – and they have, like, a, a Metal Gear Solid kind of alert system. Oh. Huh? Yeah, so like when when like one <laughs> oh, guy dies, they'll be like, huh? And like they'll get like a little uh, diamond over their head, and be like yellow, and they'll start towards where the sound was at or whatever. Oh, that's another thing. Uh, another thing on uh, Sniper Elite is that they now have, let's say that there's bombs going off in the background, mm-hmm. there'll be like like sound a picture like sound waves up at the top, and if you shoot whenever those are happening. Mm. And you shoot somebody that other people are looking at; they have no idea where you're at because they couldn't hear the gun. Okay, and that's pretty cool too. I thought you were going to say they don't react to the guy getting no, shot in front of them. No, no, they start looking, but they don't know which direction to look. <laughs> they just continue on the conversation that they were having. Like, now, so, so John, uh, I was telling my wife last night, right? Poof, and she was like, you know, and I was like, whatever. 
Well, now, now if there are two people walking one behind the other and you silence pistol the guy in the back, the one in the front keeps walking and talking oh, okay. and doesn't realize the other guy's gone. Yeah. I do like to walk up behind people and like melee them and be like, yeah. Bludgeon. It's really hard to do that on this game. They'll they'll hear you if you yeah, go too close. I hear like you like hear your character splish splashing or like yeah. walking through the dirt or mud or whatever here, and you're like, I can hear it. Are these people just deaf? <laughs> I'm, I'm four feet away from this guy whose back <laughs> is turned to me, right? And I can hear my heels clomping onto the <laughs> pavement. I'm pretty sure. Or if they're like at. Like a ninety-two yeah, degree yeah, just, angle, just, just slightly, like, and you're like, I'm standing right beside yeah. you with a gun pointed. But you know, have you ever seen that video where that guy snuck up on the lady that was doing that news interview and shot her and the cameraman? No. Oh my god, no! Really? I have not seen that video. No, why would I go look at a video like that? It was on the news. So well, these, I'm not really watching the news. I saw it on Fark. Wait. So this lady, they're out at like this, I don't know, I want to say amusement park. I don't think it's an amusement park, but it's something like that. They're interviewing this lady. It's like five o'clock in the morning. They're on the morning show. And so it's the interview lady, the lady being interviewed and a cameraman. And this guy that used to work for the TV station goes on Twitter or Facebook live or something no, he recorded it and then posted it to Twitter. That's what it was. He goes on Twitter. There's nobody else out there but those three people. This dude walks up beside the camera guy, points a gun at the lady doing the interview's head who's at like a 92-degree angle. She doesn't even notice, and he shoots all three of them and, like, the only way they knew who it was was when the cameraman fell over. The camera got a shot of the guy's face right before he ran away. Yeah, it's crazy. And then he killed himself, uh, too? Maybe no. later, but not right there. Oh, kill self after. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Fucking, like, I, I always say, well, you know, when people go on a spree or kill people and then kill themselves, it's like, start with the ending. Just, like... You're going to kill yourself. You're done with this world. Just do that. Just do that part. Well, there's always, there's always that chance they could not get caught or get away. And they're like, okay, if I get caught, I'll kill myself, but maybe I won't. Well, I mean, that's the mental issue there though. I mean, that's the, like I always, I don't know. I mean, I'm being facetious. I mean, I always thought like, I mean, I think it's, I, you know, from a, just a stamp, a use standpoint. It's like you should do something before you commit suicide to, to at least get so, like, my thing was like, I'd write a, like a, a, a strongly worded would, email. Well, you would leave like my joke was I would take, like if I was mad at somebody and I knew that they were homophobic or something like that, I would write a love letter or something oh, shit. and say, because you, because after our one night stand or whatever, you don't love me anymore and stuff like, you know, <laughs> and then because who's going to, refu- who could refute that? Like the guy killed himself. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I like the way he thinks. Like, I used to say for a long time uh, that if I was going to kill myself, I would find 
like someone that I hated, like my least favorite person. And I would rig an explosion or a shotgun to so the back of my head it. so I could blow my head all over them. Like just walk up to them and just, just blow my head all over them. Like just scar them see, for life. See, see, it's easy to come up with terrible ways to kill yourself. Yeah, exactly. All these losers out there almost sit in my car and would turn the car and leave the like garage. The worst or fucking, fucking thing to be talking about on this podcast. Like this is like one of the. <laughs> we shouldn't be talking about people killing themselves. They should get help. They should try to work past their Call issues. Call the National Suicide Hotline. Um, I don't know. I have I have real issues about that because whenever you see people like, oh, call this number to get help. Or I, I heard a story about a, a guy in China. So there's a bridge that just has a high. Well, well, you've probably heard this. Any bridge, especially high ones, have a high number of jumpers. Like they have regular jumpers. So this guy... Like he's made it his life, his life mission to sit near the bridge and look for people that want to jump. And so he can go out and talk them down. And like, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I'm not I'm not saying that we should just let these people kill themselves. But I do question the fact that you talk these people out of it and say, like, you're important. This is this is important. Don't kill yourself. And then that's all you give. Like you just expect them to go off and get help and not kill themselves. You're not really, you're not fixing anything like, about what oh, yeah. they want oh, to yeah. kill themselves. I didn't think about that. Well, like that guy we were talking yeah, about the other yeah, day like, that missed and like just blew his face off. So now he's blind and his face is all jacked up and it's like, Oh, but we saved his life. Yeah. But if somebody would have talked him down. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I just, it's one of those things where you're like, <sighs> We we try to push our own beliefs onto other people. And so we believe that life can be better and that what we go through is just temporary and there are other things to do. Temporary, yeah. So, I don't know. Um, I mean, it, it, it also depends on a whole, you know, philosophical, religious viewpoint there, too. Um, so, yeah, uh, let's see. I think that a person should have the right to end themselves. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, when they, when they, de- when they decide to, and I think it's ridiculous. That we keep to arresting that, all these people, you know, no one asked. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> utterly ridiculous, but, uh, it, I mean, no one asked to exist. So I don't think you should assume that the creator is going to punish you if you want to end it. Yeah. What if you did? You just don't. That's, remember. But that's my belief. Like you were up there in heaven, you're like, <sighs> like any any religion. You're Scientologist. You're up there on the spaceship, and they're like, does anybody want to go down there? And you're like, I'll do it. I'll go. I'll go. Put me inside. The, the- oh, <laughs> like you did. Yeah, you, did. you were like, I'll do it. Let's go. <laughs> I feel sorry for all the people that. Well, I don't have stuck that in those African tribe bodies and like all the other third world country places. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that would suck. That would be like, you're like, you know what? You're like, you're like watching like Hollywood it's shit like, a random and like chance. billionaires and stuff that you're like, you're only you're seeing watching, like, you're watching MTV stuff. cribs. You know, that's the only thing you like, know. You know what? That looks like it's going to be fun. I'll try it. And you get down there and you're like you're born in Africa and you're yeah. like part of the whole tri- tribes fighting each other shit and arms getting chopped off and, 
Oh, like, God. what the fuck is this shit? This isn't Jesus. what I signed up for. One of those, one of those kids in India whose like legs are backwards from repeated beatings, and oh man. Um. All right. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Um. Yeah. There was something else I wanted to talk about, but I don't remember. So I went and saw when. So uh, last Wednesday, I should have brought it up uh, last recording. So me and John went and saw Ready Player One opening night. Um. It's funny because, so like, uh, me and John, uh, <clears throat> I decided I'm going to change movie tickets. I didn't like where we said, and I bought new tickets. I got re- refunded like the day before, and I decided well, we're going to sit next to these people because I want us to have the best seats. And these are in the middle. These are the best optimal seats, and I don't care if I'm going to have to sit next to people. Uh, this is, we want to see this. I would have assumed whatever. I was going to be sitting next to someone as the theater would have been full anyway. No. No, I mean we bought our tickets way in advance. Yeah, well, of um, And so I, when I when I looked, I didn't want to be seated in G. I wanted to be sit sitting closer down towards the middle of the of the aisle. So, um, so I re- refunded those tickets, bought new tickets, and we get there and we're sitting there waiting. And this girl walks in and sits down to my left. I'm like, okay, I'm, you know, I guess she's waiting for her boyfriend or whatever then her friend comes in it's another girl and she sits down i'm like oh okay and two girls are watching i didn't realize and while we're sitting there this girl walks by and i noticed she has like a made-up t-shirt and i'm like oh you, you made you a fan of the book and she's like yeah we're both fans of the book we both have the same shirt and i was like looked at the girl to my left i was like oh you do you have this you have the shirt too i was like oh so you guys are really big fans of the book and like yeah and like so what do you think about the movie? Oh, yeah, it doesn't, it's not going to, I don't know. Look at those trailers. It doesn't really, you know, so we start talking about the movie and everything and about, you know, uh, how we think the movie's going to play out and compared to the book and everything. And we're talking and, uh, you know, John's over there asking <laughs> some stuff about, you know, the movie and everything in the book and how they feel about everything. And so we're talking and it's about like 15, 20 minutes before then. And the movie starts up and like trailers are playing and stuff. And that trailer for a quiet place. Have you seen the trailer for a quiet place? It has uh, Jason, Jason something. I can't remember that guy's name. I think, I think it's Jason something, right? Bateman. It's the guy from, uh, office, the office. He plays, uh, Jim, I think in the, in that show. Anyways, he's in it along with a girl from edge of tomorrow. What's her name? Emily Blunt. Yes. Yeah, Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt. Anyway, so the, the, the premise of this movie is that uh, these two characters have kids, and there's they can't they're not talking or anything through this movie, and um, the, they're they're like, okay, you got you got to be quiet, and there's a there's like entities or something on uh, where they're at that if you make a sound, they'll start attacking you, and so. So I make the comment of like, oh, that's going to be a great movie for blind people. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, yeah, which is a joke you've made, and, and you know, and uh, so they both laughed at it, and I'm all the way through all this, I'm, I'm making jokes and everything, and they're laughing at him and stuff, and like you know, when you go and watch Ready Player One, you'll you'll probably be thinking stuff too about how stuff is like so much different than the book. 
because it's like, yeah, it's loosely <laughs> adapted. Right. You know, it's a loose adaption. And I, I don't think it's so loose that like, like when you say loosely like that, you make it sound like the overall plot is the only like everything that happens in the book one adaptation. is completely different except for the overall plot. I mean, like right. the overall well, plot yeah. is like, but okay. all the scenes yeah. are different. Like, uh, like it even like some of the stuff even plays out differently. Um, like the, 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 the way the movie goes through there. Um, so, you know, it gets to the end of the movie. So we don't get to watch him recite the full script to war games. <laughs> so we, we get to, the, uh, we get to the, <laughs> the end of the movie and it like says based on the book. And I'm like loosely based on the book and everybody laughs. And so anyway, so like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you high five everybody in the theater. They were both. They were both just like horribly upset. Like they were both horribly upset. John was horribly upset. I was. I was upset oh. at the time. Um, yeah. What? Everybody's just. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's it's just funny to me. Like 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 you just got news that your well, I mean, like, pet had. Well, I mean, it's, it depends on how much emotion you've put into the book. You know, I mean, like but I understand. I understand. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I, I do. It's, it's our reaction was the same reaction to the 2004 Godzilla movie or whatever. I don't remember what year that came out, but with Matthew Broderick, whatever or Matthew Broderick. Or do you mean the more recent one or the old one? Like, yeah, yeah, 1998. Like, yes. Like, yes. that's how you're like, what is, what is this? What is this garbage? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. But, you know, um, and so we're all talking about it and talking about how they change up all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. Oh, so like during so the we're credits, all talking about that and everything. And the girl, uh, the girl to my left, she checks to see if there's anything at the end of the credits, and she's like, "No, it doesn't look like there's anything at the end of the credits." So we all get up and we're walking out and talking and everything. And uh, you ended up having sex with them. Ah, I'm glad you caught. No. Oh. Um, I did not ask for their name at all. <laughs> I didn't get any information from them, <laughs> and the whole time. I'm just like telling I I I tell people the story and they're just like that's like that's their response like and I'm like I don't know I didn't want to be a creepy guy and I didn't want dude it's 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 always easier for yeah. the the listener to that story to 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 any story like this to be like oh man yeah, yeah. You totally should have blah, blah. You should totally should have. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Is so twenty twenty. You know, I'm Mister like, Talker because like I was thinking like, man, I could I should have just asked him for to take a picture of him. You know, because I like. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, that's I'm, not I'm creepy. Because they made the shirts <laughs> up, and I could be like, you know, you guys are really big fans, blah blah blah. And now I've started to carry around my business, uh, the podcast uh, business cards that I have made up. I'm now carrying those around with me constantly. Now I'm just every day I'll have them in my pocket in my little. Uh, case because I want to make sure I have those for when I never I do meet people now that I can give them those cards and be like look uh, you know I'd like to hear your feedback on all this blah 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 or you know Won't just you a way come on the show it's a good way to introduce myself and also you know let them know that they can reach out to me and give them my contact info and stuff like that but yeah well you know. <laughs> Yeah. Also a good way for them to, yeah. you know, <laughs> like you flip the card and it says, also, you know, it just has a picture like of my penis. It, on the card. Card. 
<laughs> like a pentagram in a hand. This is life size. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. You know, and, it's a learning. It's funny because, like, I've like tried to do as much as I can to try to locate that girl. That's what you posted. So I was like, Matt's posted on Facebook. I, posted, I thought he said he was I deleting posted, Facebook. Yeah, exactly. I did delete. <laughs> I, I deleted it, uh, and then I reactivated it just to make that one post. And then, um, <laughs> and then I posted on like Craigslist misconnections thing that got taken down for some odd reason. I don't know why. Well, Craigslist, there was some law passed. Well, and Craigslist took down all their shit like that. You can't do the personal stuff, but the misconnections section is still there. So, like, you could be like, "Hey, I saw you at blah blah blah." Right. You know, reach out to me. Um, but that it was up there for a few days, and then it got taken down. I think it's because I titled it like I put in the title Dear Artemis as if I was personalizing. Looking. Oh, so what? that's weird. Oh. So anyways, but yeah, I've looked on Twitter, Facebook, Snap, uh, Instagram, like try to, I try to search for like, cause I thought maybe she would post a picture of the shirt or something like that. Since they made them that one of the two of them would have been like, Hey, I'm going to see the, whatever shirt made the Check shirt. On Etsy. I don't know. Fuck it. Okay. Check on Etsy. I don't know how to check. I mean, I'll, I'll sure I'll look. I'm basically just giving up now. Or I'm just Pinterest. Like, um, check on Pinterest. But it was just, it was just funny to me because like, I wanted to be like, God damn you, John, you should have said something. <laughs> you know, like you're supposed to be my wingman, but whatever. It's okay. Because I'll, I'll give props to Justin. Me and Justin, we went and saw the movie Warm Bodies. Uh, this was. A great movie that when I re- remembered it existed, so was like, hey, it, it has um, this guy. I don't remember he he dated Jennifer Lawrence for a while. Um, he's Who been in didn't <laughs> me. He, he's been in some other stuff. Um, yeah, there you go. Oh yeah, Beast from X Men. Frazier. Yep. And. Uh, it, it, I I I never would have it, put those two together. What, it, it, was it Kristen Stewart? No, no. It oh, was okay. The she Kristen was on Stewart Magician's alike. Apprentice. <laughs> um. And anyways, uh, so it's about like right. him being a zo- the zombie apocalypse happens or whatever. But then the zombie like sees her and starts to like become a person again. Um, and so anyways, we watched this movie and like, I think one or two rows behind us, uh, there was these two girls and I think, I, I don't know if Justin made a comment or what, what was happening when we were talking or they made something and then, yeah, I yeah, have no idea how we even interacted. I think she, I think we got yeah. up and they said something. <laughs> and then, was it sit the fuck down? <laughs> Look at these dumb motherfuckers. <laughs> Please. Yeah, I think they got – we got up and they said something like, um, you're in my way or excuse me, I'm trying to get by. I don't know. It was – you know, they were open to conversation. Don't touch me there. I don't know what. <laughs> I don't get know. away from me, you creep. <sighs> I don't know what. <laughs> Please don't hurt me. I don't me. really remember what instigated uh, it, but – 
But yeah, and, and like Justin just like got their Facebook info, like hey, Facebook, blah blah blah, and I was like, wow, I was I was. Uh, I think it was just a moment of clarity when I realized that uh, other people are more up up yeah. front about that that kind yeah. of stuff, and I was so, like, fuck it. But yeah, and I, I'm still. Friends and then I found out them. that they were super like, Christians. I'm, so. I'm friends with them on Facebook. <laughs> oh, one of them unfriended me after like six months and then uh, i uh, i think yeah I so uh, well you well, knowing you you probably made <laughs> you probably I'm made uh, look at matt's facebook you probably made some kind of atheist comment You're or something like, like oh, damn christians <laughs> yeah probably but uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just that status update god damn uh, <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah one of them was like in Germany recently. I saw them f- post on their Facebook, uh, come up in my feed. But yeah, so I just have to be more open. I got to be more uh, just outright because, as Justin and everybody else will tell you, you, you 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 can't you can't get a hit if unless you're swinging to plate something shit like that. Right. You miss you miss a, <laughs> you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. So, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it was just funny. I like, and I, I, I just thought they were, I don't know. And that's the problem is I, I keep telling people is like, I don't know. I could have been like, I could have been, what is the, what is the word? It's, it's not like fantasizing, but it's like you reimagine, you imagine the stuff differently than what it is. You look more into it than what it was. So, I mean, like the, there couldn't have been anything there. There could have just been being a nice yeah. person or something like that. You know, well, I don't want to be, you could have just yeah. been like, Hey, mm-hmm. Hey, can I add you on Facebook? I would always think it would be weird to like ask for somebody's phone number. Yeah. But Facebook's like the perfect way out of that now. Yeah. Which is funny because like, uh, you know, in yep. the olden days, Their that was phone, all you could ask number. for. <laughs> Hey, can I get that uh, landline number? Hey, what's your home phone number? Maybe I'll ring you. Mm-hmm. you know, in case the world's going to shit and I have to call a landline. Yeah. Um, I finished. Uh, so to clarify from the last episode, that uh, Don, Don Maki, uh, Is It Okay to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon, season two is not actually a season two. It's more like a... 1.5 where it was they took scenes from the first season and then gave a different perspective um from the from the from uh one of the characters in the first season so it's not really season two it's actually like a just a something to tie people tied people over until season two apparently I oh mean, well, so it's, it's like it's 13 not like a full episodes season or either like then i assume it, 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 How do you make thirteen much, episodes of something to tide people over till well, next season? That's the season. thing is you don't have you only have to make half the episode really because the other half oh, is like showing the other scenes from like how they how they met, met you know how they met and like how they interacted during that episode. Oh, this is the one where yeah, so like it would you were be complaining yeah, about that you wanted to see what happened. Yeah, with the guy in the second <laughs> season, but apparently the second season hasn't even come out yet. So. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Apparently they made this. To like, I don't know. I guess, yeah. Some I don't know. Probably waiting on the manga artist to yeah. write their um, damn stories. Justin tried to watch it, and he was like, "I can't deal with this. There's too much. There's too much boob shit. Like it's yeah. all sexual. Like it's all sexualization. So, so it'll be like 
Everybody yeah. except for like a couple of the characters are drawn very voluptuous, um, and it's very well, a lot of focused them are. On, I mean, not focused, so, but like very accentuated. I guess like when they're talking, the camera just goes down and looks yeah, at it's nothing very but their boobs. <laughs> well, like you know, taking the face and putting it in your boobs kind and all of. that kind of stuff. You know, but when they hug. Well, there. <laughs> So it's, I mean, like, I will say, like, right off the bat, it kind of had me interested because they, they, the, the, the story is basically, it's like it takes place within a D and D, a Dra- Dungeons and Dragons world where er- there are these gods that decide to live among the humans. And if you decide to worship a god, you can get, uh, specific abilities from that god. Um, but you're also devoted to that God and that God like walks around with the rest of us. And so this main character, but you still like, like the people live in a town and nearby there's caves where you can go and fight monsters and level up and stuff. So it's like kind of like a video game, except yeah. it takes it yeah. all yeah, seriously. That. Is that a fair description, Matt? So, so the main character is of course like a weak character and, Something happens and he goes back to his God and it turns out that his God, like she's a real shitty God mm-hmm. that I think he's like the only follower, follower of her, of her. And she acts like a 12 year old and she's short, except that she is very uh, voluptuously bodied and she basically runs around in a nighty, and she's one of those kind of anime characters. She's one of those. She's kind of one of those anime characters that's like, ah, oh, I'm goofy and manic and kind of fun, and I don't realize how you know, like, sexual I'm acting. Um, and then I was like, oh, okay, or you know, like I've watched anime that kind of does that. And I'm like, ah, it's it's a little egregious, but you know, the story's got me interested. But then the in the second episode, uh, that booby god <laughs> uh, comes across a flat chested god, and just just starts yelling flat chested at her over and over again. Um, and then the, the other God is like getting real, really pissed off. And I can just tell that like, this is just going to be a thing. So I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't stick with it. Um, it ultimately looks like it's going to be okay. what's called a, a harem anime, a where, uh, a kind of a harem anime. So a harem anime is like Tenchi Muyo where you've got one main male character and he's surrounded by women who at any given time yeah. find him attractive or don't. And so that. it's kind of like, yeah. who's he going to end up with? And, and you know, like within up. the first, yeah. Within the first two episodes of this show, there's yeah. already like three characters that are potential love interests. And I'm like, okay, they're just going to keep, I don't know if it's just going to be these three girls or they're going to keep adding more, cool. but yeah, it's what's funny is like, yeah. And then I, that, that second, the sword, sword, uh, Damachi Sword Ontario is like told from the love interest that he so it's told from the perspective of the main character's love interest, which is or the prospect, I guess I should say. The girl that saves him in the dungeon. So it's told from her perspective. Okay. And so then like she's got love interests that are interested in her through all that season. It's, it's ah yeah that's but, kind of interesting 
I'm always on the like I really I I've really enjoyed some anime and I'm always on the lookout for a a another but I there's a lot of things about anime that I I can't I just can't stomach I guess um and you know well, the, really the wish, more sexualized stuff and I really wish you'd there's a few the where, first season of Sword Art Online go or ahead. Log Horizon because I just like that premise I just like the idea of going into VR and then you know. Well, okay, so Sword... Oh, okay. Wait. I, no, I watched the first season of Sword oh, Art. Yeah. That's the one where oh, in the yeah. second season it gets really gross, right? And perverted? Okay, yeah. I watched the, I watched the <laughs> first season and I started the second season and then I checked out. <laughs> uh, but I never watched... I think it's just is L-O-G, it L-O-G-G Horizon? L-O-G Horizon. Log. It's L-O-G Horizon. Horizon. But... Log. Must be like Legend uh, of, but yeah, something. I really enjoyed that. I watched. Uh, I think it has like three seasons, so, and it's it's somewhat similar. Looks that way. Okay, I'll, I'll try this one. I'm definitely in a yeah. you know I get in moods where like I want to watch a good anime, um, and it's that that's what I was alluding to. It's kind of hard to find ones that yeah that just, suit my tastes. Yeah, I have like uh, certain I genres I like. So I like. I definitely like. I guess. Under underdog you clearly like, like the the fantasy like like i mean like one punch man oh I guess yeah you would consider like an underdog guy like i mean i mean but he's not yeah kind of that that that's in it's that's in a total different like one punch man you know in a lot this kind of it kind of runs me of attack on titan even though there's such different shows like because most anime, I would say 95% of anime follows a specific formula. Like I said, it's like a harem anime or it's a shonen anime, which is all your powering up DBZ type anime. Um, or it's a magical girl anime. Um, and I rarely find any of that interesting. But like something like One Punch Man, it's totally different. Right. I mean, not not totally, totally different, but it's significantly different from your standard anime. And it... It actively subverts anime it, tropes, and that's the interesting Cowboy to Bebop. Me. It was mostly one-off episodes, right? That's a great show. And then it finally, like towards the end, it had a mostly a yeah. story arc that you were like, okay, this is the main character's story arc. Yeah, there was there were a few, you know, they'd have a like an episode here or there in the middle that was related to the overall story arc. That reminds but mostly, me. yeah, it was just kind oh, of one-off ahead, stuff. Ahead, and then you had, and that, go ahead. I was just going to say that um, I really like Cowboy Bebop and I always think of Outlaw Star when I think of Cowboy Bebop and Outlaw Star had an overall plot that was mostly moving forward, but then they worked in yeah. kind of one-off episodes. Well, I was going to say that reminds me, did you have Jeremy talk, uh, you watch, did you watch a reboot? I watched, I fast forwarded through reboots. <laughs> The reboot, reboot. Like, the, the reboot, I, so reboot. I caught it on. I I, I saw you uh, tweeting uh, to Alex uh, Yeckley. Go for it. Uh, and uh, I was like, it's on Netflix. And what is it on? I, yeah, and so like I I I hadn't is checked it? it out, and then I was looking through my next Netflix stuff, yeah. and I caught the picture of it, and there was a live action guy on it. Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, so I saw you say something about teen drama. Yeah, and I was like, oh, "Why are live oh my people God. in a reboot?" Yeah, show. It, so so I had read about this. Like, it looks like a, it's a, it power looks like a Power Ranger, show. Ranger show. but power instead Ranger show. of turning into Power Rangers, 
okay. basically it's like they mix Tron and reboot together. Okay. So these four kids get chosen because mm-hmm. they're good at this game. Um, I, th- I guess the game's called the code of the guardian, which is like the subtitle uh-huh. of the reboot, right. uh, reboot. And so they, they get sucked into the reboot world and they wear these unif- these outfits in the reboot world. And there's this hacker guy that re- resurrects megabyte and hexadecimal. And they're running rampant throughout the net. And <laughs> but then like the kids come out and then they have to do like their, oh my God, my, my mom said I had to be home for dinner bullshit. <laughs> I'd really like to save the internet right now, guys, but I have, you know, Uh, my teenage responsibilities I have to tend to. So, you know, like, you guys have seen Power Rangers, right? Well, I mean, you know, back in the day, back when we were. Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, whenever the Power Rangers are talking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they go to Alan Turing High School. Um, when the Power Rangers are talking, you can't see their mouths move because of that. So they always do those crazy hands. I'm going to kick your ass, but they don't say ass because it's Power Rangers. Right. Well, on this show, they it's like they put right. a camera partially inside the helmet, so all you can see the helmet doesn't move, but like the guy is looking around inside the helmet while he's talking. And so every time they talk, you're just like looking at their face really close up. I don't know. Oh, like Iron Man from the Marvel movies? Okay. Yes. I'm watching a video. Um, actually, I'm watching a trailer, and it's it's totally what it looks like. So I don't know what it's about because I've just fast-forwarded through them. I fast-forwarded through the first one, and I was like, oh, they do go into Reboot or into the net, whatever. And then I scrolled down, and it's like, the guy resurrects an old. Uh, You're reading the synopsis of yeah. each episode, and I was like, "Oh, it's, it's going to be megabyte." So there's megabyte, and then I scroll down, and it's like, "Oh, there's hexadecimal." And then the last episode, it's like the guardians run into the characters from the original reboot, and I was like, "Oh yeah!" So I fast forwarded until I saw the reboot section of that one instead of the live action, and so they run into uh, Bob and Dot and. Enzo and they just revamped. They just look newer. No, they look original. They look. It's they look with the like. <laughs> no, it's reboot. Yeah, the CG it's reboot, is not great. CG. Okay. Um. So it looks like it was made in the nineties. Yes. Um. It's like some lawnmower man kind of shit. But Enzo's still a little boy, and his shirt says zero one, which means this is like. <laughs> A prequel, like a, a, a in between. No, it's like at the very beginning of the first season because in one of the first season episodes he turned two, so his shirt turns to ten oh. because it's in binary. Okay. Um, and Bob is original Bob, not Bob that got sucked out in the game to the net. And but it's it's all their original voices. Hmm. Um, I mean, I guess Enzo. Yeah, you can really have a Enzo's, kid voice. Enzo's a different kid, but he sounds exactly the same. Uh, and then Megabyte's voice is the guy that also did the voiceover for like the beginning sections of World of Warcraft, okay. I think. And he died in 2006. Um, so that one, when he was talking, I was like, that sounds 
I can't tell if that's right or not, but it sounds off. And I was like, oh, it's off. It's on him. But everybody else, the original people. Um, so Manny was like, well, maybe why I don't want to watch it. He likes Power Rangers. So I turned it on and, and Wyatt was watching it and he made it like 15 minutes into the first episode and he turned Power Rangers back on. I was like, yeah, that's, okay. <laughs> I'm not upset about that at all. Um, <laughs> they're like, hey, what is, what's yeah, one of those... Uh, niche shows that people liked back in the 90s oh reboot oh, okay how can we ruin that they're gonna make like an animated serial mom next <laughs> i've started to uh read up on how to write a script not again i'll try to pick that up again <sighs> yeah these girls are really He's living really, happily really, deranged really really really, really, like really 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 looking really, really back fat. on that on on that script i'm just like mortified at like how immature we were <laughs> yeah it definitely never needs to be yeah, digitized and put, on the, like, put online oh man this is like this is like this is so offensive like i've grown as a person <laughs> i've definitely grown as a Morning. person <laughs> it's also super oh, yeah. derivative because it's just like full of monty python and, and it was one of those things where it was like hey you want to be in our movie Jeremy and Matt walk into the bowling alley where they see Kristen. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, thanks for this episode 390 of Outlandish Podcast. If you'd like to send us an email, you can do so at letter at outlandishpodcast.com. God damn. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Outlandish Podcast. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Outlandish Cast. You can follow me at Outlandish Matt. You can follow. Jeremy Outlandish Jerry, you can follow Justin at Outlandish Beats. Thanks for listening to episode 390, and we look forward to uh, 391 in a couple of weeks. weeks. Yep. All right, so catch you guys later. Bye. Bye. Later. There you go. Say thank you for listening to Outlandish. Thank you, Outlandish. Good enough.